This is Luton Digital Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Hello everybody and welcome back to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. We are returning for episode 107, game week 13. I'm delighted to be joined by my one-hipped host, Steve. Hello. Hello, everyone. Talking points. Time now for some talking points to see what is going on in the world of Premier League football. The big news, of course, is Everton's minus 10 points deduction. Is this justified or is it too harsh? What do you think, Steve? Well, it, I think it's going to be appealed, isn't it? And uh, we'll see what happens. There's definitely other clubs who are guilty. And of course, a lot of people are not aware that in 2008, Luton Town will find 10 points. Uh, and this week, we also know from the Times that in that year that Luton will find 10 points, Spurs did something worse and the Football Association ignored it. I think there'll be a lot more on that. But this Everton story has got a lot to run. Sam, would you like to see Spurs docked 10 points or more and perhaps even pay Luton Town some money? For what happened in the shady goings-on in 2008? I would like to see some more points deductions. I think there is a possibility that Chelsea, Spurs, City, they've all apparently been breaking rules. And where they are the most popular clubs in the league, and because they are, they do control a lot of what happens in the Premier League, who knows if they are punished or not. It might just be Everton. I think. And also, Everton might even get, what is it? It might get um appealed, as you said. For our second talking point, we have the fact that five out of the 11 Spurs players who played against, I think Chelsea was their last game, are now injured or suspended. So what do you think, Steve, of this Spurs Injury crisis, do you think a collapse is incoming for Big Ange's men? Well, I, I do find it unusual, Sam, that you've glossed over the fact that the Spurs have actually lost their two last two games. So when you say a collapse is about to happen or a collapse is incoming, um, I think perhaps you mean that the collapse is already underway. Having said that, they are against Villa, who are a side that we saw, obviously, at Villa Park, uh, who were incredible against Luton. But then they go when they go away, Villa, they don't seem to be anything like the same side, which is uh, strange. So uh, that Tottenham-Villa game, a big test for Ange. Just I'm still shocked at the amount of hype that greeted his first few games. Uh, and we were seeing the old classic article, Have Spurs Now Stop Being Spursy, etc., and the evidence of the last two games, they very much haven't. As you can tell for the listeners to this podcast, Steve does not like Spurs. Let's relate it to um, FBL quickly. Does this mean you'll be getting rid of Hyung Min Son? 
well, we'll come on to my team, but um, Son uh, retains his place is the short answer to your question, Samuel. Interesting. I think it's the same for me. I think him playing up front is too good not to own a boy. He is quite expensive. For our final talking point, we'll wrap it up with a quick debate about Luton's progress. Last game, United defeat, but before, very hard-fought draw against Liverpool. And up next, Palace. How do you think Luton are doing? Well, you're right, Samuel. I mean, we, we had two relatively straightforward fixtures, one at home to Liverpool and then away at United. And then the next two are probably our toughest games, Palace at home and then Brentford away. And then we've got to run a really quite straightforward, easy home games. Uh, City, Arsenal, Chelsea. I forget the other one, but uh, Newcastle all at home in December. So, I mean, life in the Premier League is is definitely getting easier for Luton Town. And I just think that the home wins are very much just around the corner. The final talking point, Sam. Um, a number of the managers uh, in, the, in our league require surgery on their team. And... After their surgery, they will require getting back up to speed in full fitness. You have set an incredible example with your regular trips to the gym. What is the secret if uh, you're in need of uh, fitness and you haven't got the motivation? How have you managed to do it, Sam? There isn't really an easy way. Just You just have to get into the mentality of making yourself bounce back. For example, make yourself... Pick the right players, the correct captains. Do it consistently each week and you'll improve. And what about at the actual gym where you've been working out, getting the guns very much almost up to the level of Mr Tommy Lockyer, Perry Ruddock, the guns almost that could now grace Luton Town? Well, I've been to the gym so much that I'm actually more bored when I'm not at the gym compared to when I am at the gym. So I guess the secret is to learn to enjoy exercising and working out. Ah, very good. Thank you, Samuel. League table. A quick recap of the league table. We have to go all the way down to 13th to find your team, Steve, which is it's languishing in mid-table, not really going anywhere. Six, eight, nine. Then, can I just stop you there, Samuel? This point last season, I was two hundred points behind. Could you just tell us the gap between the thirteenth place team and the first place team? The gap is one six five. I think that is not true, but uh, we'll get a corrected piece of maths for you by the end of the podcast. Carry on with the league table, Samuel. Yeah, it's not 165. It is um, 65. Not 165. But um, time for the important places. Top six, Europa League. Sam Owen doing all right this season. 734. Los Newbold, this week's manager of the week. 93. 737. It's all quite close together. Gillian Smith. 738 in fourth. In third, we have Alex. I really like their team name, Sniffing Postacoglu. That is very good. And he is on 751, 
In second, my own amazing team, which is right up in title contention once again, unsurprisingly. 7-5-3 and the leader so far is an FBL heavyweight, Alex Perry, who's only one point ahead, 7-5-4. Game week preview. We are at that time again where we predict the upcoming game week. First game, the big game, probably title decider, possibly. Man City, Liverpool. Man City at home, this is 12.30 kickoff. Your prediction, Steve. Is Haaland going to be fit, Samuel? It looks like he will be fit. Interesting game, this one. I think City went to goals to one I agree with that 2-1 then we have Burnley West Ham keep in mind West Ham have half their team out injured yes I think this will be a draw 2-2 one one for me then we have the biggest game of the week Luton Crystal Palace well I am making a bit of an effort to get to this one and and it could be an uncomfortable afternoon (laughs) Uh, but I am convinced that Tommy Lockyer is going to grab the winner for Luton's first Premier League home win. Yes, this is a tricky one because Palace have excelled so far at beating the um, teams in the relegation fight. They've beaten Sheffield United, Burnley. I think they've also beaten United, and you could argue they are in the relegation fight, although not, not, not really considering they've won four out of the last five, but... I think Luton will win this in a close 2-1 win. Then we have quite an interesting game after this. Newcastle-Chelsea. Yes, I think uh, unless Newcastle's team's back, uh, I think Chelsea will win this. Uh, Chelsea scored four in the last two games, I believe. And uh, the smart managers uh, brought Cole Palmer in several weeks ago. I agree with this. Having watched Chelsea recently, they do look a lot better. I think they'll probably win this. 2-0 2-0 Chelsea. Then we have Forest Brighton. Well, bad news about the Forest striker. I believe he's out for four months. Um, Brighton have drawn a lot of games recently. Uh, Forest at home, very difficult to beat. I go for a Forest win by two goals to one. Yeah, Brighton are not playing well recently. I think Forest will win this 2-0 perhaps. Then we have a big relegation game. Sheffield United, Bournemouth. Well, I did look at these uh, last games quite uh, in a lot of detail and I thought Sheffield United were incredibly lucky to win that last home game and Bournemouth have been playing very well. So if there is any justice, this will be a win for Bournemouth by two clear goals. 1-0 Bournemouth for me, I do agree. Then we have Brentford-Arsenal. Interesting game this. Um, I do see Brentford scoring and I'm not sure how well Arsenal are playing. So, in fact, I'm going to go for a shock, a Brentford win. Brentford do play really well in these kind of games, I think, against Big Six. Apart from last week away to Liverpool where they lost 3-0, but at home to Arsenal, I think they will get something here. A draw, 1-1, then... Sunday, we're on Sunday's games. We have Spurs, who have half the team injured against Villa, who are not good away. Well, I don't think that's correct to say that it's just injuries, is it? It's uh, ill-discipline uh, also uh, that keeps some of the Spurs players away. 
And if there's any justice in the world, this will be another three-goal spanking that Spurs will suffer in a big win for the Villa. I think Spurs will actually... Actually, no, I think this will be a draw. 2-2, lots of goals. Then Everton United. Everton United with the big protest. It's all going to be fired up. Um, I don't think we didn't. We weren't. We were certainly, Sam and I, not impressed at all by United when we went uh, on an epic coach trip uh, two weeks ago. Uh, and I think Everton will win this probably again by two clear goals. I think Everton will win this, but possibly by three goals. Then we have Monday's game, Fulham Wolves. Fulham Wolves, uh, interesting game. I think Wolves are playing some really good stuff. Gary O'Neill, impressed with him as a manager. And uh, I think it is a win for Wolves. Is Neto back for that, Sam? I don't think so, but I do agree. Wolves playing very well. Gary O'Neill, possible manager at a bigger club. Not that Wolves are small, but he's done exceptionally well. I think Wolves will win this 2-0. My team, your team. My team, your team now, and I've looked at my team and with an exceptional score last game week, I just don't see too many weaknesses in it. I just think my team is just in such a good spot right now. Having said that, I will be making one change. I think Dina, I think Villa are playing some good stuff, but I just don't really trust their defence too much. You, Steve, you may be pulling up some stats right now, it could be wrong, but... I just think Dino doesn't really get many attacking returns and they are not good away in terms of conceding. A bit like most teams, to be fair. And there are some tougher fixtures coming up. So in comes... You're going to dislike me for this, but I'll be bringing in a Crystal Palace defender, Mark Gahey, because Palace have been very good at keeping clean sheets and they have some decent fixtures coming up. What about yours? Well, you can that's you can look for it. very very foolish when Luton bang in the first tomorrow, I and your Mark Gahey transfer proves to be one of the worst pieces of business of the season. All I can tell you, Sam, is that the buttocks are unchanged. Golden Gamble now, and it is actually quite a tough week to decide the captain here. But when in doubt, Holland it out. I think. He can score in any game, no matter if he's playing Atletico Madrid five at the back, which he isn't because this is the Premier League. But Haaland can score in any game, is my point. Yeah, and I suppose you put him as captain and if he doesn't play, then it goes on to the advice, uh, which will, in my case, be Salah. Just a word, Sam, on um, another piece of brave, inspirational captaincy that this game yet again fails to reward last week. Did you see that manager who uh, decided to get the advantage by putting his chip on Douglas Luiz? 74 points, including the magnificent two from Douglas. Um, were you uh, upset when... Are you upset when brave imaginative captaincy like that doesn't pay off? Not really, because I think... I do appreciate a bold captain, but I think Douglas Lewis is a bit of a strange pick, especially when away at Forest isn't the easiest game to captain a Villa game, captain a Villa player. Well, I don't think it was that game then, but uh, that might be the drugs altering my mind. 
Okay, we'll just have a little correction there, Sam. It seems that you've been taking the narcotics. Would you like to uh, remind what the uh, Aston Villa's last game was? Yes, I have to retract my statement. I think captaining a Villa player was wise last week, considering they did win 3-1 to Fulham. However, I do question why you went Douglas Louise and not the actual goal scorer for Villa, Ollie Watkins, who scored last week. Because Douglas Louise is the Villa penalty taker. And if you look at his stats this season, he's been averaging 10 points a game at home. The fourth official indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes' time allowed. Just three minutes' time allowed. Well, I have to commend Steve's efforts for being ready to turn up to support the Luton faithful once again, even with half a hip missing, which I guess it isn't missing, but half a hip on the mend. So thank you all for listening and let's hope Luton turn up tomorrow. Goodbye. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week and good luck managers. Hope you get a shed load of points. <laughs>